with the shits. <laughs> I guess. You need a slogan for your name. Do I? <laughs> I don't know if you need one, but I mean, it can only help, right? Yeah, Brit talking that shit. Brit talking <laughs> that shit. Talking that shit. Um, we are back for another episode of the BZ Podcast. Again, we appreciate everybody that listens, continues to listen, continues to like, subscribe, share, all that fun stuff that we always encourage y'all to do. Um, I hope this podcast catches you at a good time. I hope everybody enjoyed their weekend. I hope you enjoyed your weekend, Britt. Yeah. It was a good time. I was eating all weekend. Yo, me too. Me too. (laughs) That's always a good time. Um... We are on the Sunday after Valentine's Day. Everything all right over there? Buddy? Yeah, I'm sorry. I just noticed something was missing from my <laughs> little sound box contraption. I think oh. my son's been messing with my stuff. Anyway, hmm. what'd you say? Um. Yeah, I was telling everybody that we are the Sunday after Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weekend. Um, did you? Did I enjoy my Valentine's Day? Yeah. I was asleep. <laughs> you were asleep? Yes, yeah, so sure. What I time did you go it. to sleep? Like 7.30. <laughs> do, do you get excited for Valentine's Day? I get excited for the candy and the sales, so I definitely need to go hit up a Rite Aid and get me a... Well, what sale? What, candy sales? Yeah, I feel like, like everything... afterwards, you know? Like, they have those huge assortment boxes of chocolate for, like, five bucks when they're normally, like, 30 because everything be 75% off. That's See, my, my favorite thing is, part. Like, I never enjoyed those chocolates. I like it. I like biting you them all bite open. Into, yeah, no. Well, you know, no. some of the more the better ones have the guide. The, um, you know, they have the little <laughs> diagram, so you'll oh, so know. So you got this figured out. <laughs> <You got> this figured. <laughs> they have the little diagram, so you know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, anything with coconut can uh, kiss my ass. Coconut is nasty as shit with chocolate. Uh, sometimes it's good. I don't know. Yeah, but I went. I went and just bought a pint of uh, chocolate fudge brownie Ben and Jerry's. So I think I'm okay. all chocolated out. So I might not go hit up the sales this year. I tried hmm. that Halo Halo ice cream. Oh, how that's like supposed to be better for you? How is that? I think it's like a low calorie deal. Yeah, shit. A low carb. Low it's taste. Shit. <laughs> low taste. It's, shit. <laughs> it's low taste. <laughs> yeah, it was nasty. It was like eating like um like soft serve styrofoam. Uh-huh with like cookies and cream bits and that's the thing you don't even get like the full chunk Mm -hmm. of oreo like you just get the little remnants of oreo Mm. i wonder if like strawberry would be good for that well it's made with skim milk and like skim milk (laughs) water nasty anyway but if i'm gonna have ice cream you gotta give me the whole shit exactly don't nobody want that but um i mean i don't know valentine's day isn't that big of a deal and I saw a lot of complaining. I feel like I saw more complaining than ever this year. More complaining than I even saw people posting about their damn Valentine's Day. And I'm like, I don't know if people are just upset. I thought. (sighs) Well, all right. So what kind of complaints? Because I am a Valentine's Day complainer. But what kind of complaints were you? No, just everybody basically saying how much they hate it. But it would seem like, you know, for them to be that upset, they need to be triggered by seeing other people being all, oh my God, I <laughs> love that. Just mad at their happiness? Yeah, just, no, but, and it, 
I didn't even see that much happiness. I didn't really see people even really posting about it. Like, you know, mm. some people posted what they got or whatever. But I didn't see anyone making, like, these crazy, lavish posts. Of course, there are some here and there, you know. But I feel like I saw maybe five people post about their Valentine's Day and, like, <laughs> had a good 40 people who are just like ranting and going off about how much they hate valentine's day and i'm like okay well then just go on about your day if you hate it so mm. much why are you giving it so much energy move on like i said i like valentine's day i went to bed at 7 30 like <laughs> i got my chocolate i went to sleep like <laughs> whatever i don't know um my gripe not it's not even particularly with valentine's day like i still have a gripe with, with christmas and I also feel like Valentine's Day, like it used to just be the the card candy, uh, uh, stuffed animal, and you were good. But now people are just, I, I see some people just going over the top. Like with what it. though? I didn't. Maybe that's not like maybe my reality is just different from everyone else's. I didn't see that. What like what do you see? I mean, I've seen. I didn't see much because I wasn't on. I wasn't on Instagram this whole week. I haven't really been on Instagram too much. But um, you know, you'll see over the top gifts. Like what? Uh, From people like me, me and you, or like you're talking about random I mean, celebrities, yeah. or or like just like the expectation of what's supposed to be an acceptable gift. And also keep in mind, and this is why I don't like this is why I don't like it. I don't like it because the price gouge that happens. So if I want to buy you flowers on a regular Tuesday, I'm gonna spend twenty five bucks. Come Valentine's Day time. You're not getting out of arrangements, or edible arrangements, whatever you want to call it. You're not getting out of it without dropping at least like seventy five dollars. But that's what I'm saying. You gotta be a smart that. shopper. No, you gotta be a smart shopper. Go to Trader Joe's. They have the best bouquets for like five bucks, and it I doesn't like matter. Flowers. Hmm? I don't like buying flowers because they die. Flowers are beautiful. I love flowers. A lot of things die They're in nice. life. That doesn't mean you don't gotta appreciate them and like them while no, it's I'm saying, here. They're nice, but not for 70 for them to die in two days. Well, that's what I mean, but why would you spend that much on flowers? That's what I'm saying. Like, you got to know where to go. And even, too, I said said to my guy, I'm like, hey, get me a plant. You know, it doesn't have to be flowers. Like, just get me a little plant. Um, He didn't, but... Do you see the attitude? <laughs> I said, give me a little five dollar plant because he was pressed for time. Whatever, I don't care, no big deal. He got me a chocolate rose. I was like, sure. Um, Two birds with one stone. You see that? That's a smart shopper. No, it's not what I asked for, but whatever. Um, but yeah, like I don't feel like there is. What is the expectation? Like that's what I'm saying. I don't feel like there really is one. You can really do whatever. People just. Mm. I think people put the expectation on themselves. Do you get do you get your man anything for Valentine's Day? Yeah. What'd you get him? I got him candy too and hearts. Cause you know why? Every freaking year he would eat up my damn candy. So now I get him his mm. own candy. <laughs> but alright, so so if he didn't eat up your candy every stinking year, would you have still gotten him something? What? I'm trying what to figure out mean? what's like a what's a what's a, a gift. You I really said if he like... wasn't before eating up the candy? Well, if he never ate up your candy, uh-huh, what would I get years, him? I would get would him get something. Him? Um, I don't know. I'd still get him something. I don't believe in spending a bunch of money, though. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't know what I'd buy him. I I like buying. I like buying like plants and stuff for guys too. I feel like you guys appreciate like stuff like that. We don't appreciate it until we actually get it. Yeah. That's why it's hard to ask like like a guy what he wants. Like even for me, like I give people hell around me. Like even for my birthday, what do you want for your birthday? I don't fucking know. Or like candles. Like, like men like candles. 
but I don't think they like them. But I don't think they'll ever yeah. they'll ever be something they ask. No, I know, for. I know. Like like it just has to drop in their laps. Like oh yeah, I'll burn this from time to time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I guess I I don't know too. Maybe it like depends on the relationship. Maybe if you're like brand new, maybe you want to get mm-hmm. them like a little cologne or something. But go on eBay. <laughs> they got all the name brand colognes, mad cheap. Get the little the little joint. It's been like ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just never looked at like I feel like Valentine's Day is such just a woman holiday. Mm. Well, at least that's how it's portrayed. I guess, yeah. But I don't know. I know people get on mad. They're just like, you can celebrate every day. Da-da-da. Okay, but do you? All right then. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my damn chocolate, right? You can every get chocolates day. anytime. Okay, but you don't do it. Like, as everybody be saying, you can celebrate whenever. Like, all right. But it's, you don't have to partake if you don't want to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just don't participate. Well, you know what our culture is. Our culture is you don't have to partake if you don't want to, but you're going to go on social media, see everybody partaking. And and I wouldn't be part of the culture unless I had a problem with everything, something everybody else is doing on the internet. (laughs) That's just kind of, that's just how the culture is going. Like, you know what I mean? I guess. It's like that broom challenge shit. Oh, yeah. Y'all ain't sweep y'all floors. <laughs> I see a lot of brooms standing up, but not enough of them swaying back and forth and getting that dirt in the corner. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> speaking of getting the dirt in the corner. <laughs> Where's this going? Yeah. So, I have been binging hoarders. Yeah. Mm, see, yo, Britt, I-, I got a problem with you. I got a little bit of a problem with you. Why? Because I feel like. I binged Hoarders like months ago and was really excited to talk about it at one point. Oh, why didn't you but, say like, something you get, to me? No, but I I think I did, but like you just didn't take to it. So I was just like, man, whatever. And then you come to me this past week like, yo, I've been watching Hoarders. Well, I've been I'm watching like, Hoarders. I mean, I've loved Hoarders since back when it first came out. But then, I, you know, it came out years ago. Um, uh, and then lately I saw that it's on YouTube. I don't know why. They have full episodes <laughs> on YouTube. So all, I've been watching it on Hulu. Okay, but they have two different hoarders, though. They have hoarders. Um, there's one like on TLC, I think, and then one on uh, A and A of A and E. Um, so which one were you watching, though? I don't know. Damn, I don't know. But oh, what's Kenobi, the difference there's between hoarders the two? buried alive? That's the one that was on like TLC. I, don't, I think <laughs> I get to that one. Yeah, they had like the the little subtitle. That sounds alive. extreme. Anyway. Hoarders is fucking hilarious. It's not oh, actually. It's, it's, not, it's not funny, but no, no, it's really funny. <laughs> Don't lie to them. Don't lie to them. Watch that if you want to laugh. It's so gross. Yeah, they get so like, worked up. <laughs> oh my god, yo! Like, I need that. I need that. What if I need that receipt? <laughs> half piece of cardboard. Right. It'd be a half. It'd be. It'd be a dresser that's broken in half. Be like one shelf. The rest of the dresser with dog, buried with dog shit all over it. Oh my god! <laughs> I just love when like the the people that are on the show working, like the psychologists and the cleaners and stuff, and they get all pissed off and they like lose their patience with the people they're supposed to be working with. Like, look, uh, <laughs> we got to throw this stuff away. You're not gonna have you're not gonna have time to look at it. <laughs> I love when yeah, I love how they want to. I'll go through it. Like I'll what? Go through it later. Yeah, it. But it really is like like the psychology yeah. of it is like for but real. But that and is it's always, like one of the most selfish disorders. Oh my god. Yeah, because they'll be living with like other people. Yeah, they just the sad ones is when it's like the house is like that, and the mother's like health is failing, and it's like I saw one. It was like the the son, and had the mother living in that filth, and then the mother had to leave her own house. 
Man. And live with the. I only feel bad when there's kids involved. Fuck them. Like you want to keep living like that. Like I don't. I don't care. Like throw this no, shit no. away. And when then I big say part the mother, of it too is like laziness. The mother had like the two little, you know, the plastic thing that go up the nose. Yeah, yeah get shit. your like, life. She was really looking. I bad. saw that. I know exactly what you talk about. A little stank ass. <laughs> <laughs> like i'm sorry like but like you sitting here dying and you won't let me throw away this damn tupperware with shit in it stop like i saw one i was watching one the other day and like, maybe it was like yesterday um <laughs> and right. this lady literally like she had a whole house like a whole big ass house and she's staying at a damn homeless shelter because she didn't want to clean out her damn house and she want to keep hoarding it Meanwhile, there's it, somebody on the street that actually needs that bed at that shelter that you're taking away from somebody and you have a whole house. Like, come on, yo. It's always deep rooted into like some real like trauma. Like when they get down to the bottom of why they started hoarding, it's always like It is, but it ain't as much it, trauma always, as like when you watch like intervention and you're like, Oh Sometimes it is. Sometimes. But most of the times I'm seeing it's just like Yo, it, it is well, psychological, but that's all I was like. This is like one of the most fucked up disorders because it's like, yo, it's trash. Just fucking yeah. throw it away. And then I remember, so the one that I watched, like the dude who was in charge of the show or the host of the show would stay a night to see what it was like to live in whatever house. I think you might be watching Hoarders Buried up. Alive. I ain't never see them do that. So yeah, what happened? So he, stayed one night. He, got, he got like the Blair Witch candle, the I'm Blair done. Witch uh, camera going. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I can't even. It's like, it's like black lights. <laughs> He's like, oh, I can't, can't lay there. Uh, I can't do it. And then he always quit. He always, he always say, I can't stay in here. And then they come back the next day, and I saw one where the lady didn't even realize, like, her house smelled like cat shit. Uh, and were- yeah, I'm sure she got so used to the smell. I saw one where they had dead kittens all over the place. Like they were holding oh, up God. to her, and they were like, "Yeah, ma'am, we're finding dead animals." She's like, "They're fine." And he held it, it's holding it in her face, and it was flat. And it was like a little kitten, and his face was like, ah, like it, like. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "It's okay." And they're like, "It's not okay. Look at this. Like, come on." And then she gets all mad, like you're trying to make me look bad, and it's like, bitch. Anybody trying to make you look bad? bad. Like, damn, like, you literally have dead animals in here. That's cruelty. Oh, God. You know what's crazy about smell, though? Mm -hmm. Our our sense of smell is not designed, like, it's designed to, to, like, uh, uh, get triggered by the change of smell. So that's why if you're sitting in stuff. Yeah, you get used to it. You get used to it. Mm -hmm. So, like, Cass is walking in the mouse. It's like, whoa, God damn. And this lady was sitting there like, what? Well, yeah, that that's dust. like yeah, that's like when I used to work with that damn cat lady. She was basically a yeah. cat hoarder. She could just afford to take care of all of them, but her house was uh, smelled atrocious. I used to have to walk around with like a scarf tied around my head. Um, I guess I, I should give a- context. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, I was trying to find a night job. Um, like when I first kind of had my son, and I was on Craigslist <laughs> back before Craigslist was complete shit, but it was still shit. Um, and there's a posting saying that they need to help with the cat shelter, uh, feedings at night. It wasn't a fucking cat shelter. It ended up being this lady's house. 
But just my life, you know, I, I yeah, ended up just continuing with it. Yeah, I just continued with it. And this lady had a, two row homes. One side was for cats that she found that were previous house cats. The other, and that side of the house was like nice. Like, How she know they were previous house cats? No, because they, they weren't like, no, because <laughs> they told her because um right. they weren't like, she listened <laughs> because they weren't feral like they weren't completely terrified of humans you know like they would mm. come up to you like you could tell that they've been around humans before um so that side of the house was like livable it was nice but it still had she had at least like 30 40 cats on that side and then That's disgusting <clears throat> yeah i when i first walked in i just froze i was like oh my god like i wasn't ready um and me being i wasn't i'm not from philly so this is like around 2010 um i had my son 2008 so i didn't know about frankfurt <laughs> the lady lived down frankfurt yo i i learned a lot of things uh that year anyway i only worked with her for like six months but anyway um so the other side of the house was like maybe 200 cats and they were all feral that Whoa. side of the house was basically like in such disrepair like the cats were pissing everywhere the paints peeling off the walls and she would sleep on that side oh God. yeah so she would have me go over there and like feed them on that side too and i mean honestly they would all just run away from me because they were terrified but it was wild like and one time she was like brick can you go like see um i dropped my remote by my bed uh, under the bed so i'm like okay done i go over there under the bed there was like 20 cats under the bed there's like 10 cats on top of the bed like it was outrageous the cats were all over the place it was just oh what was her trauma um what was her trauma like why did she start i mean there's something that has to trigger all that i understand wanting to help cats but i mean something deeper i don't know it was also too like she just was one of those people that just cared more about animals than humans like she had kids nobody in the family spoke to her because she put the animals before all of her family and i'm sure they probably tried to have some sort of intervention with her but for some reason some woman was funding her giving her twenty thousand bucks a month to take care of these damn animals so that's the only reason the city wasn't able to intervene it was because she had enough money to make sure that the animals were like because she would have like a vet come to the house um so she had enough money to feed them and all that so they couldn't really do anything necessarily and they didn't have space honestly to put the cats anywhere but after i quit i did see her on the news i think the woman ended up passing away that was funding her um so eventually i think that it started to really unravel um Mm. and spca came and took the animals and they had to build a whole new like enclosure behind the building to house all the fucking cats that she had yeah so i don't i don't know what that was back in like 2012 2011 so i don't know it was it really didn't happen long after i quit um and i quit because once the summertime hit because i started with her like in november and we would feed also cats in the neighborhood um, and I started doing it by myself because she's just, she's damn, she's slow. Shit. So I'm like, let me just go do it. But once it started getting hot outside, people were coming out and they're like, hey, I don't like what you're doing. I see you here. They knew what car I drove. They knew what car she drove. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Like, uh-uh. My son ain't not about to have a mama because she out feeding some damn cats. <laughs> so she would get so upset with me. Like one time, one of the feedings was behind a, a pizza hut. And there's also like a club kind of next door. And one time I went back there and I, I used to get out the car and I would have this shit in the trunk. 
and then like you know make the little box of food or whatever for the cats and then set it out but one time i went back there and there's this car parked back there in between two dumpsters like backed in like and they were just sitting there so i drove back there saw that car and i kept fucking moving like i'm not gonna get out of my car are you crazy so i told Mm. her about it and she was so mad at me that i didn't feed the cats and i'm like dog it's behind a pizza hut like they can eat some pizza like they'll be okay for the night like are you serious like you really want me to risk my life for some damn random ass cats so i was like yeah i ain't got time for this lady so that was like maybe the first time i ever like just left the job but yeah um i don't know what her problem was she was just she just cared too much about animals she wanted to save every fucking animal she could find possums raccoons it didn't matter. Yeah, raccoons are strong as hell, yo. I used to feed raccoons in our backyard. That's not dangerous. No, they weren't. They used to come up to my little leg and they'd be like, oh my God, the little hens, get some little grapes. But I think they were like born there. Like, cause she had little like outdoor, like heated, like little, um, like little like boxes for them. So honestly, I think they've been living there. So they were just used to being, you know what I mean? Being fed by her and stuff. Um, and then there was like a possum in one of the things with her babies. One time she was trying to get me to grab a <laughs> yo, possum. You, you're really an animal lady, yo. Like, who oh, are you? Oh, I was all up in the life. Like, I that's I'm not afraid of a lot of stuff after doing that. But nah, I'm good. I'm mad I didn't take pictures. Like, ah, I like I've just kicked myself. Like, why didn't I take photos of this stuff? Um, yeah. One time she tried to get me to like. There's this possum with a mangled foot that was like. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I think it got caught on some barbed wire or something. Oh, and no. it was like hanging on this fence. And she's like, Brent, go get it. Girl, no. I was like, uh-uh. I wonder if that thing started hissing. I said, I'm not, I can't do that. Like, no. She was so mad mm. at me. And then she gets out with her cane. It's like starts hobbling over trying to get it. So then, like, right, yeah, we, that's enough. Yeah, we ended up leaving <laughs> it. So then, when we finished our round, she's like, "Let's go back, and I need you to put it in a cage. We're gonna bring it in the house." Like, you're doing too fucking much. Like, but it was gone. Like, thank God. Because then she also owned another house across the street. I guess that she bought, but it was like completely abandoned. Um, and she said, "Me go in there to get stuff." I'm like, "Yo, like that was mad dangerous." Like somebody could have been in there. Like, yeah. What? I'm yeah, trying to that's, think. It's not worth it. No, she used to buy. She used to go to like Shoprite and get like a hundred dollars worth of like turkey lunch meat, like turkey, and just throw it around for the cats. I'm like a hundred dollars, nigga. Yeah, throw it around for the homeless people. Out I'm here. saying though, like she would see a dog chained up, she'd go try to free, free the dog. Like leave the people's dog alone. Like <laughs> she used to just do too much. She used to do way too much. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't know what triggered it. I just say that she's selfish um, and can't see straight, and she got mental problems. I don't know. Because it just didn't matter that, you know what I mean? She didn't give a fuck. She was, I ain't feed them damn cats. What? I should have put my life on the line. Nah, the cats good. are hungry. <laughs> That's one thing I could never get into. I mean, people are always going to be uh, be uh, my first priority. Yeah, so like, girl, bye. I was like, Lainey, um, I ain't got time. But yeah, Hoarders is my jam. Hoarders makes me want to clean up. I'm like, mm, yeah. let me get my life together. Do you have anybody in your family that like might be a low-key hoarder? Um, I do. And I'm scared of the day, like, God forbid anything happens and we got to clean stuff up. Uh, That's what I think about. I think about, like, you know, you live in however you live, but yeah. then, like, 
when somebody passes god forbid mm-hmm. like well me gotta clean everything right <laughs> well i've never really like i said most of my family is in the midwest so i'm not really around much of my family but i do remember when i was younger i did ask my aunt like hey would you want me to help you clean up <laughs> <laughs> and then Deborah, she was like you can do it yourself and i remember being like oh was i not supposed to ask that so i think she might low-key be a hoarder um i just remember the basement being like super duper packed but i was so young i don't think i really realized what that was but um mm. well we probably didn't have a name for it yet it wasn't a show yeah but i think too i get it after years and years if you just have shit that accumulates i understand that but with hoarders they hold on to literal it's like literal trash you know like that's Mm -hmm. when i get mad i understand if you have a bunch of things like i think i saw one woman that like collects a bunch of christmas shit you know and like um bath and then she worked at bath and body Works, so she had like way too many beauty products and things like that so, like, she just accumulated a lot of stuff. So, it's like, okay, I get it. Like, you know, you need to take some time and really sort through it. Maybe try to sell it. Donate, whatever. But when you have, like, a whole bunch of stuff, like, sorting through it, like, when it's brand new stuff, it's not something you're going to be... Yeah, it's difficult. To throw out. But that's why I'm like, the people, though, who literally have, like, trash. It's like, that's the ones I get frustrated with. When they're just like, I need that. Mm. What? <laughs> <laughs> or, oh, my God. The ones with the fridges. And the fridges are just basically completely covered in black mold. And the food oh, is just like, did you see that one woman and she wanted to taste everything that was like 10 years old? No, she didn't. Yeah, she did. No, she didn't. Mm-hmm. Stop lying on hoarders. Hi. Nah, I believe it, yo. What is, <laughs> I was like, you yo, be disgusted, she's wild. I like that show. And I like, and I like my 300 pound life. Oh man, I can't watch and my that. My 300 pound life is nuts. Sometimes you need to see that just to just make to sure like, you know, when you just having a bad binging. Check. Yeah, keep yourself in check. All right, we went on a we went on a, a tangent. Damn right, I didn't even mean to go all into that. So, all right, now what I did come across. So, did you see that damn? And I wonder if y'all saw it too. So, United One Bank, <laughs> which is I guess it's a black owned bank. I don't know what kind of black owned. It just says black owned, so I don't know from who. Um, they released a Visa card with Harriet Tubman on the front of it. <laughs> along with her doing the wakanda symbol <laughs> during black history month what are we doing um and they received backlash and now they're trying to say that no 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 it's the american sign language uh you know sign for love fuck out of here what kind of backlash were they receiving just people were just like what like why would you have harriet tubman doing the wakanda symbol like because she's black panther because Wakanda is an actual place? <laughs> like, what are we doing? She's Black Panther. That's where she was leading them to in the railroad. Harriet Tubman, every time I see a picture of her, she is tired of y'all niggas. It's, it's right, and it's, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, come on, man. Why y'all... Why is she, she throwing up the picture, Wakanda salute? This picture was taken, and she knew that she was going to end up on a Visa MasterCard or some bullshit. And she <laughs> needed to let us know retroactively that she wasn't with the shits. God dang, yo. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, like, nuts. who told them that was a good idea? I just don't understand. How do you know that's her hands? It's not like... Girl, it's, they just made up hands. Like, two shades darker than her face. Like, whoever photoshopped that, you couldn't at least match the colors up? <laughs> why that's why the subtitle saying, is that Harriet Tubman on a, on a back debit card? <laughs> yes, Harriet Tubman, nigga. <laughs> I just don't get it. And then, too, for them to try to say that that was the sign language symbol for love. Like, 
you know good and dang well ain't nobody gonna think that so stop liar how many people know sign language lying you lying like shit shut up you just oh that was a bad decision shouldn't have did that you know we, we say we need to invest in black banks and stuff but then they pull this shit <laughs> they exactly. pull this nonsense like I'm, I'm i'm going straight to td after seeing this i'm done he said i'm going straight to td god yeah. oh man all right black history i guess now i mean they thought they were doing something nice for black history month maybe but also i mean like put some real history though why are you throwing up the wakanda it's a fucking disney movie god damn it <laughs> just got mad <laughs> how has black history month been I feel like last year, wasn't last year's Black History Month like kind of nuts? Like all the crazy shit started happening as soon as February hit? I don't remember last year. This one seems pretty um, pretty low. I don't remember Let last see. year. You said I don't what? barely remember two weeks ago. Yo, do we need Black History Month anymore? Do you think it's more of a hinder to have Black History Month? Why would it be a hinder, say? From the idea of... No, not a hinder. You can't let me go. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I don't know. Just um, like, why do we need holidays? Like, you don't need them. But no, 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 no. It's not that it's a holiday, but I feel like it's one of those like uh, symbolic victory type things where it, it's pretty much it gives. All right. So if we take if we take from the educational standpoint, they'll teach us nothing about Black history. Period. But then they just throw us a bone for Black History Month. And we're okay with that. We learn about the same three people every time. Okay, but Period. when the last time we was in school, I don't know what they do nowadays. Holy shit. You don't know that. <laughs> and I wasn't saying it was a holiday. I'm just saying the same as a holiday. Like, you don't need it, but it's nice to have it there. I mean, of course you can study black history whenever, but at the same yeah. time, it's just, you know, bringing attention to it. Um... I don't know. I I don't know what my son learns about. I need to ask him, but he goes to a pretty yeah, pretty black you. school. Um and they focus on Black Lives Matter and all that type stuff. So I don't know what they do nowadays. So I really can't judge. We've been out of school a long ass time and a lot of things have changed since we got out of school. Um right. so we, we can't sound like those old people that are just <laughs> rah, 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 rah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's coming so natural nowadays as I get older. Yeah, but I'm just like skeptic on everything. <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say, which is a perspective I never thought of. Okay, so I was watching uh, a Breakfast Club interview with Dr. Claude Anderson and he was basically talking about how the whole thing trying to integrate and the civil rights movement as far as the marches and the infiltration of the white spaces, the sit-ins, all that type of stuff really hurt black businesses back then at that time. Mm. Um, and I'd never even thought of that. He was saying how his family had a bus line and they had a cab line um, and black people stopped patronizing them because they were so focused on protesting and trying to get onto the white buses. And he's like, so you're telling me you want to fight to be able to sit on the front of a white bus where everybody's getting off from the front. Like everybody's getting off the same spot. You know, you're doing all this, getting arrested and all this shit when you can be on our buses and not have to worry about that. You know, and he said something else like when they were basically trying to leave the neighborhoods 
to go move to the suburbs and you know he's talking with people like you know why why don't you stay here you know keep the money here and it's like no we want to go live in the white neighborhoods it's like well (laughs) Well, yeah i I mean i've heard that sentiment that like integration was probably the worst thing for african-americans right but you never seen it in a literal sense the way he broke it down right i was like which is a hundred percent real um he had he had made the the good point. He was like, even if you're sitting on the back of a bus, you're gonna end up by the front in a, in two seconds when the bus starts moving, mm-hmm. just literally in proximity. But I think it echoes or or just reinforces the sentiment of just wanting to not be viewed as white, but but be on the same level as 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 white people. And it's for what <laughs> when we had the chance to well of course we did from reconstruction when um they were trying to i guess pay back you know what they could after the slaves were freed after the civil war um Mm. and then they had the reconstruction period and then you know we were we had like our black wall street um you know you had black politicians all these businesses and stuff and then of course you know it's oh no they're they're advancing too much and then they started you know attacking us and burning down our shit um so then we basically had to start over again with nothing because we did um at least get i don't know exactly what they gave us i don't remember off the top of my head i don't want to say the wrong thing um but we did i don't want to say it was like reparations but it was some sort of small form of reparations during reconstruction um and then of course everyone didn't agree with that um and i mean even the white people white southerners they got reparations for the slaves that were lost that's the thing you had told me recently. Yeah, nuns apparently had slaves as well back in the day, and they got reparations from when they didn't have so slaves mean. anywhere. But um, after Reconstruction and, you know, the dissemination of all of our businesses, uh, when we had to, you know, I say, pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. What boots, nigga? You took the boots. We don't have any boots. Um mm. So then we get in, you know, we're struggling, and we get into civil rights er- era, and... um I think we just got lost along the way of, you know, how to be able to be able to succeed in this country, you know? Well, I think the the focus changed. The focus was to was the Constitution is is structured in a way that is all inclusive. So if you're reading it, you're reading it thinking that everybody is equal. But all the things that the Constitution is built upon as far as the laws that are passed, this, that, and the third, it's very divisive and very alienating to minorities. Mm-hmm. Let's just be 100% honest. So when we get caught up in the American dream and we get caught up in these ideas that, you know, uh, equality extends to us as well, um, we we kind of lose a sense of what we had the one thing that segregation gave us was unity mm-hmm. because at that point you kind of can point to one direction to see who your enemy was now with uh integration the lines are so blurred to the point where you have some people that are more well off making it some people that aren't and you just kind of don't know you, you don't have that unity. You don't have that foundation. You don't have that sense of community. That's the biggest thing. The biggest thing that was lost in all this yeah. was a sense of community. Because 
and this goes on the heels of um, I was watching the new Malcolm X documentary, which is very good. Usually I go into documentaries and I know, especially ones like this, like controversial ones, and you're like, yeah, it might be good, but you're going to get to the point where you already heard this story right. and you're going to get no resolution for it. Mm-hmm. And you don't really get resolution, but I did learn a lot within this documentary. They did a very good job. I heard that um, they're actually trying to open the case back up. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they caught a shooter. Mm-hmm. There was an actual shooter that was caught. I didn't know. I don't. You gonna end up watching it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Being honest, probably not. Well, so go ahead. I didn't. I didn't know the mosque in North New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Like those were. Those are where the shooters came from. I didn't know that the one who is uh, allegedly who who was allegedly holding the shotgun that was responsible for his death. Mm-hmm. was out and about in Newark, New Jersey. And it was just like out in the open that this could possibly be the shooter mm-hmm. and nobody ever pressed charges mm-hmm. and nobody ever came for him. There's a lot of stuff I didn't know. But the one thing that I took away from it was, um, you know, whenever you have these communities like your Black Wall Streets and uh, just uh, industrious black communities, they burn them shits down. They get rid of them shits immediately. Right. Because the worst thing for a a society that's built upon racism is seeing a minority group be self-sufficient. The dopest thing that I saw from that is even though, you know, you might not agree with uh, the nation of Islam and the way they practice their thing, where they practice their religion. The one thing that they did was reform people and really make them uh, participants in that community and in society. So you had ex-cons, which we know do not get the benefit of the doubt. They get out. They get out. There's no opportunities for them. Nation of Islam will take them in, reform them, get them businesses. Like it was a, at the end of the day, it was an up and coming and a money making society. And if you look at the FBI's role and what they did to, to form that, that uh, animosity between Elijah Muhammad and Malcolm X, it was really just a tactic to kill the whole movement because the movement was making a lot of money, mm-hmm. a lot of money. And it represented black unity in FBI documents. They were scared. I forgot. It might have been Hoover. That racist motherfucker. <laughs> um, they were they were afraid of trying to stop the black messiah. That's who they thought Malcolm X was, oh, was the Lordy. black messiah. And then, you know, all this stuff that I forgot, Dr. Claude Anderson, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's his name. Mm-hmm. All the stuff he was saying about, you know, civil rights is kind of like a, a, a fraud type of thing. It did more more harm. All the stuff he was saying is the stuff that later on in life, you, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King started changing what he was talking about. And the moment he started talking economics, mm-hmm. the moment he started talking, let's let's uh. Let's get unity upon, uh, among people, among the poor, among the impoverished. That's when he got killed. Right. And he, started, he even said, and that was in the interview you watched, he said, um, I think I've led y'all astray. I've led y'all into a burning house. Mm-hmm. And then once that tide started to change, right. once Malcolm X wasn't just preaching Elijah Muhammad, but started pe- preaching economic freedom and economic uh, 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 community, that's when the problems that's when the fbi goes hey what these motherfuckers doing over there mm-hmm. um yeah that was a good interview mm-hmm. that was a very good interview 
kudos to the breakfast club yeah it was a really good one um i want to see him speak on a different i mean i want to see other interviews with him but he does have a few books he said he's trying to get into school so i'm interested in looking into his books um but yeah so i guess going more into black people not getting their shine (laughs) um so I know I know it's not maybe not that important, but I thought it was. Hey, I'm like no, it's important. It's important. All right, because I feel like I'm just so happy <laughs> that she got her recognition, even though we're not all the way there yet. But um, the damn Renegade song, K-Cap, though, right? I, I mean, the song's called Lottery. The producer, I feel so old. The producer like, I don't know is called songs. Renegade, but you know, white folks don't know this. But yeah, it was a song by K Camp. Um, and I mean, I've seen it all over TikTok and I was like, what is this dry ass dance? Like uh, I kept seeing these white people doing it and I didn't get it because it looked very sloppy. Well, it was white people doing a black dance. Well, yeah, that's why now I know I didn't, I didn't <laughs> know at first what the hell this dance was. Cause it just looked very vanilla. Um, and it was, to, <laughs> and, but it was to a rap song. So I'm like, mm, what's going on? So anyway, you know, now that we all know that, um, you know, because K Camp went ahead and basically the girl's name is Jalea. I think that's how you say her name, Jalea Harmon. Um, and New York Times put an article out um, February 13th about her, basically how, um, you know, she was she didn't get credit for this viral dance that they're calling the renegade dance. Um, and I, I didn't even know, like tiktokers which sounds really fucking stupid but there's popular They're just old, yeah. i guess yeah, there's popular i don't get it what can you have shade break down what tiktok is is it just like challenges and you record no, yourself you do doing whatever. whatever what the hell i is mean it? you could do like challenges i guess but you're just it's like just little videos you know but they have different ways different you can Instagram. edit it because they have it makes it easy to like I think record and edit it in a certain way, um, and then you can like throw songs over it really quick. I think it's just the efficiency of it. But also too, I'm not sure because Shay is a damn TikTok and he has so many views, so I don't know the algorithm of how videos pop up for people. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, I guess it it got really popular on TikTok, um, and basically. One of the little famous white ones. I'm not even gonna say her name because fuck her. Um, I, well, oh, what? <laughs> what? Hold on. I mean, I don't. How old is this white girl? Well, I know one of them's 19 because it's like three of them no, that were at might, the All Star weekend. It might, it might. It might be fuck her at 19. Okay. Um, I didn't want to come too hard on them. <laughs> just when I'm just going into the conversation because I'm um, thinking like. I mean, okay. So, all right. Well, fine. I'll say one of the girls' name is Charlie, I think. She's one of the three that were at the All-Star Weekend. And basically, she's getting coined with being the one who created it. And, like, or basically started the viral movement of the dance. Now, Jalea, she's a 14-year-old girl, um, 14-year-old little black girl that created the dance. She didn't originally create it on TikTok. It was on, like, Instagram and something else, some other app mm-hmm. that she used. Somebody saw it from there and then brought it to TikTok, this black guy. I don't know his, I don't remember his name. It's in the article, in the New York Times article. He brought it to TikTok. And then from there, I guess you know people saw it but the one super popular girl you know 
did it and then it blew up which of course she's popular so of course it's going to go viral from her which kind of makes sense but the girl Jalea was saying that basically she was trying to like comment and say hey i created it people were kind of blowing her off like whatever whatever um which you know okay you know it happens whatever but Mm. the fact is that now that it's known that she created it you know what i'm saying like how much money did you guys make off of this girl's dance and the one girl charlie or whatever like through her publicist she said that she would love to collab with her in the future collab collab with jalea in the future and um you know she knows that the dance is associated with her but okay so it's like all right then cut her a check if you really, you know what I mean? Like, how much money did you make off of this girl? You're at the All-Star Weekend because of this damn dance. And then... The, you know... Sh- what? What were you about to say? I was just going to say, the fact... The, the part that I started where I got mad was... I saw a clip of one of the other girls teaching the dancers at the All-Star Weekend the dance. Mm-hmm. But it looked very... And I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. So then I saw... Then, right after that, I saw K-Camp brought Jalea and her friend to do the dance and it looked mad popping like it was on beat like the John look fly <laughs> I could watch that all day like oh my god and I love the fact that they look their age which is also awesome but yeah. um they kill that shit and you can tell that she created it because it's just too on beat um mm. so I saw that K camp you know was like thanking them for blowing up the song because you know what i mean i'm sure he got how many damn streams and then the guy Mm -hmm. the renegade guy who produced the song he was thanking them too um so then i'm like wait 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 a minute so you mean to tell me like these girls are getting all this shine at all-star weekend did not create this dance and, you know, people make mistakes. You know what I mean? Of course, maybe they didn't know the producers or whoever at All-Star Weekend. So I was, I was like, interested to see how this would go because it was big news yesterday before the dunk contest came on and everything yesterday. So You know, I saw, like, during the dunk contest, I saw, like, I guess it was the three girls. Yeah, like, you see they, they didn't show it. came out for one of the dunks and they didn't show it, but they showed, like, the two of the girls were, like, with the shits and ready to do it. The one on the end was not doing it like she looked like she was conflicted because yeah because it, it really i'm sure so many people probably was tagging them all day you know what i mean mm. um and then even the camera people they didn't really show it they cut off that bitch so fast they showed it like off to the side of like like very slightly and i said okay like because i was i was about to have an attitude and you, they, well, but the thing, that- it would have blew up in their face if they would have actually showed them performing it would have been even more of a big deal you know what i mean because it'd be like, this girl's not getting her shine. She's not getting paid. You got these people on this national stage. Da, 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 da. So I think it definitely had an effect. <laughs> Twitter and the rest of online. Every now and then, every, every now and then, social media does do some justice shit. Right. So that's what I'm like, nah, damn. We saw it in real time. Sure did. Um, but um, yeah. NBA got to do a little better. I mean, they gotta but, do, I mean at the, gotta do a little the same better. time, too, TikTok still hasn't said anything. And I'm sure that dance has brought TikTok so much attention and so much money from people wanting to use mm. their platform and just being on there, trying to learn the dance, replaying those mm-hmm. damn videos over and over and over. You know what I mean? And then just so many kids just jumping on the trend. So TikTok could have said something, like a quick shout out. Hey, Julia, thanks for, you know, this this dance, you know what I mean, that swept well, across our community. The, we've seen these, this, like, we've seen the controversy with, with dances, especially with, like, you know, uh, 2K. 
2K had the Millie Rock. Mm-hmm. Millie Rock cats ain't get paid for mm-hmm. it. Um, um, Fortnite. Fortnite ain't paid for none of them dances. Well, that they until got them who, somebody sued them. Somebody got, I think somebody got. Somebody got started it off. finally. I think it was, what's his name? Um, The Billy Bounce boy. Might have been. I think he was the first uh, one. To, you funny B. At you funny B, yeah, right? I think he might have been the first one to finally get um some money. So do we hold the the platforms accountable for that? Well, that's what I mean, though. I'm not saying as far as, like, I feel like the least TikTok can do is acknowledge mm. her. Especially at this point where it's, it's widely known now. You know what I mean? It's widely mm. known. Because they just released some, like, right before the end of the year, they released some, like, compilation video of people doing the renegade dance. Oh, it looks so bad now that you see the real one. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so bad. But I just I just feel like, I don't know, maybe they, they're they afraid to get into some legal shit. I don't know. But whatevs. I, I was really happy, yeah, though, to I'm, see. I'm trying to see, like, who, who would be held responsible. Like, I guess it would be a mixture between the platforms. See, I, well, I, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Though. It's not like really the... somebody's responsible necessarily, necessarily, but it's like once you know better, you do better. Mm. So it's like, okay, we know this now because it is hard. It can get lost in the sauce very easily. And like the girl, the the teenager, Jalea, she was saying like, you know, she wasn't necessarily upset because she was happy to see her dance, you know, going all over the place. She just wished that people knew it came from her. And I mean, that's mm. kind of like to remember the girl who uh, created one fleek. <laughs> Did you see nah. that? Yeah, like she nah. she had a little video on. She was like eyebrows on fleek the fuck. <laughs> like she was going off, <laughs> and then she was like kind of upset because on fleek took off, but she mm. never really got credited with for it. But then eventually she did get credited as being the girl that created that. And I think a lot of time people just want to be acknowledged. And of course, you know, it's not always going to happen the way we want it to. But I like I said, I feel like if you know better, you should do better. So now that we mm. know. You know, like how much of an underhanded statement from that publicist to say I'd be glad to collab later on. Like fuck out of here. What? Yeah, that that bothers me. You want to collab later? Me. I wonder what type of uh, legality is behind like trademarking on fleek or or. Uh, well, I don't know if she was trying to trademark it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know about that, but I feel like like you say, you know, people are happy with just getting an ad. Just say you. This is where you got it from. Yeah. Simple as that. You know what I mean? Mm. Because especially if you're someone who has a lot of followers and things like that, if you're shouting out where you got some from, then those people can go check out that person. You know what I mean? It's just like it's just like a respect thing. And I understand that you might not always know in the beginning, but once you do find out, you know what I mean? Like do the right thing. So. I mean, how much you know? This this is an age old story of just culture being taken and monetized like we've seen this a million times you know like we've seen this with rock and roll we've seen this you know the the, the white weatherman doing all the dances and stuff and they oh my god i'm so conflicted and... about him because i love his dancing though but i know i know <laughs> but you know like like to hold these girls responsible to hold tiktok responsible we kind of gotta hold that what i don't know what morning show that is but that's the same shit you know what i mean like he's doing dances that were created from i mean at least he does bring those people on though to dance with him and he shouts them out okay so anytime i see him doing a dance he adds the people he never acts like he created it and i mean then too they changed the damn dance that's not even like they didn't even do it the right way 
they they just don't got it, Joe. They just don't got it. I want to um, see yeah, now. I, think- I want to see a bunch of black people now do the dance and make it go viral the right way. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I about to say? Oh, fuck, I think I lost it. Hmm. Did you watch the dunk contest? Yeah, were you entertained actually, this year because you was, was, was talking mess. No, it was more entertaining, but still, I can still pull up hella stuff on my Instagram of just regular Joe Smoles at the YMCA doing way better shit. Okay. But it was more entertaining. The judging was trash, though. Yeah. The judging was really bad. There's always controversy with it. We're never going to be happy. But I, I swear, just hire me, yo. I can get All-Star <laughs> Weekend popping. I can get All-Star Weekend. We, we don't got to do all that. We don't need Dwight Howard putting the cape on and doing some regular behind. That was behind so corny. That was dunk. so corny. Nobody wants to see, see a 6'10 dude jumping. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah, you better be dunking. Right. But anyway, but like, yeah, like it's not that hard to like please the people. Like, y'all, I really want to see a one-on-one tournament. Yeah, yeah. I want to see a one-on-one. Cool. One-on-one would be Aren't super they doing dope, that tonight? No, nah, that's just um, the just an all-star was... game tonight. They were talking about oh. it. A couple players. I think Damian Lillard said like it would be cool to have. Oh man. I yeah, thought I they were doing that. that. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, he was ready, right? Yeah. Oh, the stakes man. is high, but they do all this extra shit. They're doing like they I'm change like, guys, the format of the game Jesus up. Christ. I'm all confused. Me too. Like, you I gotta win it, by twenty four at the. I yeah, can't. Like, I you gotta have a visor cap. You gotta be an accountant to figure out who wins the All Star game this year. <laughs> you gotta calculate it with the paper. <laughs> yeah, straight up, you gotta do your taxes to figure out if the East, <laughs> East or West one, Team LeBron won and shit. What? Oh my you gotta god! Gotta file your ten ninety nine. Like I can't figure that shit out. I know. Jeez. Um, but nah, I was pleasantly surprised by the slam dunk contest. I actually did see some things I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, just because you're in the NBA and you just that doesn't mean you're the best dunker. Mm-hmm. So we've seen way more dope shit. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Do we need to talk about Oprah and Gail? I mean, I don't. We haven't really. I don't know how we didn't. Damn, thought we did. Nah, we haven't really. Uh, what are your thoughts though? If you haven't heard, um, <laughs> Oprah and Gail. Uh, Oprah's received black backlash. Blacklash, yeah. You know, she received blacklash. Yeah, it's blacklash. <laughs> black, <laughs> I like that. Um, Oprah received blacklash <laughs> for uh, pretty much going at every black man who has been accused of something, and even the ones that we well, know are just, 100% now we're guilty, seeing just but, black people in general because now Monique and yeah. Tony Braxton that resurfaced. Yeah, but. I don't know, like Oprah kind of always been on some shit. I mean, like, and was she ever what? messy with white people? I haven't seen it. I know, but I don't pay attention enough. I feel like that's not really our dem- not demographic age group. Mm-hmm. Like we 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 grew up with Oprah, but Oprah wasn't somebody that our age group looked to. That mm-hmm. was like our parents. Our parents looked at Oprah. Mm-hmm. We just knew she had a lot of money. Yeah, that's all we ever knew about her. And the color purple. <laughs> and when he was doing the shit by the... <laughs> you know what I'm talking Fuck about? You, da, da. But that wasn't even her part, though. You know? Yeah. Um, he told uh, Harpo uh, to beat and, me. Anyway. Um... And, Gail, <laughs> and, and, and Gail's got blacklash for, uh, for asking Lisa Leslie during the interview about Kobe's rape allegations. Yeah. Um... What are your thoughts on it? 
Which part? We don't have to spend that much All time. Right, I'm, I'm oh, so let's start with now. Oprah. Let's, let's start with Oprah. Uh, well, we definitely talked about Oprah because we were talking about Russell Simmons. Yeah. Um, I and then like with Oprah coming out, basically like, don't talk about my friend. She's she's crying. She got security guards. Well, your dumbass friend should have thought for she opened her mouth. How about that, <laughs> dummies? Um, I think they both need to go sit down somewhere and shut the fuck up and get out of the media. We don't need you anymore. Um, um, I don't I don't know what I'll say about Oprah at this moment that I, I haven't already said. Um, uh, I feel like she's messy as hell. And it, like for, for real though, in all honesty, if you really think about it, like what has she done for our community? Except be banks, a black woman just, that made yeah, it. That, and but again, all right. So it's what has she done, but also what has our community just let her get away with because she was a black woman that made it? Well, that's we the thing. We weren't well, exactly. We weren't doing that, and I don't feel like we also had the platform to be able to talk with each other back in the day. Because you see, she ain't really like this is true. around no more. Now we have social media. We're able to all congregate and get our thoughts it's visible, together. Yeah, and it's much more attack. visible now. But um, <laughs> but um, yeah, like. I mean, of course, we gonna ride because you black. You know what I'm saying? That's so initially. We kind of got to get rid of. No, that I know, but that's what I'm though. saying. Like we, we we didn't know, and now we know. Mm. We gonna do better. But um, anyway, as far as Gail, I mean, all right. So you should have thought before you <laughs> opened your mouth. I don't know. Listening <laughs> to the interview. Listening to the interview. Um, the way she phrased the question. It, she kind of removed herself out of it. Ooh, she was kind of like, ooh. "What? If, go ahead." I'm sorry. I just thought of something I didn't want to leave it on because I was listening to something else and people were like, "I listened to Yvette Carnell and she was talking about that." And then people were calling and talking about it, and somebody was saying basically that you know you how she was asking Lisa Leslie like you know basically like the whole rape charges was part of Kobe's legacy, you know. Um, so mm. they were like, "All right, so now this is going to be part of her legacy." I said, "Oh, burn. burn!" It is. It's, this is going to be part of her legacy now. This messiness, and that is the truth. Mm. With all right, so the way she phrased, do you, you just don't think that should be brought up? Period. No, I, no right? I think I think it was wrong when she started going on. First, she asked about it. What? Do you, how do you feel about the allegation? Da da da. And then Lisa Leslie was all, you know, I don't see that. You know, I've never seen him be that way. Da da da. She could have left it at that when she started being mm. all, but you wouldn't see it. But you like, why are you trying to convince me to change what yeah. I said? That's when I thought it got messy. Why mm. would you try to, you know what I'm saying? Like she said what she said. Why are you trying to tell her that what she said was not valid? That's how she feels. And, two, and kudos, kudos to, to Lisa Leslie for handling that like a G. Absolutely. That's some media training. Right. Media training. Right. And so, then too, kudos. like you said, nobody got buried yet. God damn. Like, wait. Mm. Jesus Christ. Just terrible timing. Like, you can be messy like that. Give it a few months if you want to be that messy. I like how, um, I I do like this aspect, you know, social media where you can get an immediate reaction from the masses. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, before you you didn't have that, you had, you know, we would have this conversation, but it wouldn't be able to be broadcasted Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't be able to, you know, our listeners wouldn't be able to listen to this and I either disagree or not disagree. So the the reaction to these celebrities and the dumb shit that they be doing is instant. It's immediate. I I like that. It's felt that fast. Yeah. Um, I think the only problem that I, I have and 
with the Gale thing is um I don't know, I guess once I heard it and I heard people backlash and I heard people calling it, you know, Snoop jumped on and said some old wild shit. <laughs> yeah. I laughed at it initially. Too, and then I just like, started yeah, to think like, I, I started to think about it and I was just like, No, just stay on topic. Right. You know, like you can backlash without calling somebody out their name. Yeah. You can backlash without demeaning like saying and then, Yeah, because things. the thing is, all that I stand with Gail bullshit happened because of him. On all honesty, you know what I mean? That's a hashtag? Well, yeah, when people were coming out basically defending Gail and all that, that was really in a response to Snoop because mm. of how harsh he came at her. So, and Snoop has since apologized, yeah, which I think is, is, is cool. That's a cool yeah, thing. Yeah, but though. I'm just saying, That's like, cool I, I wonder what would have happened as far as everybody causing an uproar if he didn't say that because it really just, like, kind of got, not swept under mm. the rug, you know, but it did kind of change the the direction of what happened because all of a sudden mm. it was oh my god she's had threatening words against her instead of staying on topic of what she did you know what i didn't like mm. a, a little bit too like just how quick it went to in defense of of gail and and against snoop just how quick it went to she's a black woman mm-hmm. I, i've seen that i started seeing posts like that it was just like you see you see how I don't know, like you see how uh they just disrespect black women in the media. Oh please. I, I didn't I didn't like oh, that. Please. I'm just like don't hang your hat on that. She don't disrespected hang your hat on a black woman. She did some dumb shit. During that interview. True. <laughs> put, put her in a real fuzzy situation. Yeah, really. Alright, All right, yeah, so I guess that's it on, on Gail yeah. and Oprah. Um do we need them? I don't know. I feel like they've just banked on being black. And being successful. And we got to demand more from our celebrities. We got to demand more from, from the people that we look up to. You can't just be black. You, you can't just be in a position and just because you made it there, you're a role model. You got to show us with your actions. You got to show us with your words. And the moment you don't do that, that's when you lose us. Mm-hmm. And that's when you won't feel the wrath. Yep. <laughs> you won't feel black Twitter. Yo. We, we, <laughs> we run this shit. Right. Yeah. Um, you had pigeons. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, do I still want to talk about pigeons? But you have pigeons. All right, I guess we'll talk about it. Um, no, because I just where did the pigeons go? Now, it's just something I've been wondering the past few years. It's not even about winter. Like literally, just the past few years, the number of pigeons has been declining, and I'm just wondering what the fuck because they were such a nuisance. You better check that chicken box you get from oh, from on the corner. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, but man. I'm just wondering, like, cause uh, where are the pigeons at? You know, they're a delicacy in other places called pheasant. Oh uh, well, pheasant is pigeon. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> but yeah, the numbers like there was like a graph I saw, and it's funny because I found an article on in Philly about Philly pigeons, <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> So less than 500 <laughs> pigeons right now compared to a, less than 500 yeah and i guess, up, i don't this know is if it's epidemic <laughs> i don't know if it's just this city but i'm just like yo what's going on and the person in the article is like it's nothing to worry about though i'm like what are y'all really doing nobody i don't know where the pigeons at bro <laughs> so, you know so they were saying like you know because they are i mean they're kind of like rodents like they're just they, you know they shit everywhere um <laughs> they're, rodent, they, they're rats of the sky yeah pretty much right you know you're not supposed to feed them um 
And they're saying that they've tried different things in the past to try to like limit the number of them. Well, they figured it well, out. What they Apparently, say now is well, well, what they're running with right now is the reason why of uh, the reason for the decrease is the increase in raptors. And I was like, raptors, like the fucking. What do you mean raptors? Right? Like, raptors, right? like fucking dinosaurs. Like, what do you mean raptors? What are raptors? Y'all lying. Yeah. Talking about fucking hawks and falcons. I was like, oh, oh those are called raptors. <laughs> I mean, technically, I, I guess. guess they are. So they're saying, yeah, like basically, like they're getting snatched up because there's an increase. Um, the, you know, the right, number of these types of birds jumped from 20 to 68. Now, I will say, a few years ago, I was at my job in the parking lot and I did see a motherfucking hawk or something come down with a whole it's damn. Sweet. It had like a rabbit. And it was fucking that shit. I was like, oh my God, am I really seeing this right now? I'm in the middle Yo, of Philadelphia. Murderous, murderous prey. I thought you know it was what wild. Me? I'm like, I'm in the city. Like, <laughs> the hell? Like, everybody think owls are so nice and, and cute and fuzzy and wise and nobles. They are murderers. <laughs> they tear shit up. They are murderers. They are murderers. Mm. There used to be, like, back in, like, prehistoric times, there was, like, a, a huge bird. Mm-hmm. That like human beings had to kill off oh. in order to survive. Jesus, no, like it was it was huge. It was like ten feet tall. Oh my god! How did they and kill that? And the shit up. You said what? <laughs> what is this bird called? I'm gonna find it right now. Oh, okay, keep talking. Though. All right. So yeah, they're saying that you know pigeons aren't native to the United States or to North America. They're originally brought from Europe and Asia, and they're originally brought here for food. Ew. Um. Yeah, pheasant. I guess. So why do they call Bro. it pheasant and pigeon? Is that name? Is there a difference? Well, I I think if you were gonna say you were gonna eat a pigeon to somebody, <laughs> they probably wouldn't eat it. But Make pheasant it. sounds like a. I delicacy. thought pheasants were like bigger. All right. Anyway, they were saying um, in the 1970s, the city used to pay the equivalent the equivalent of nearly two hundred thousand in what would be today's dollars to keep pigeons away from city hall. <laughs> And at one time, several years ago, the city paid to remove 100,000 pounds of pigeon droppings from City Hall. Pounds! Because, you know, you just scrape that shit. Ew, what do you mean? <laughs> I guess maybe just on the daily of having to clean it off. Because I remember that, like, we couldn't even sit down in places because there'd be pigeon shit everywhere. You don't remember that? Like, just being around mm. in the city and there'd just be, like, pigeon shit all over stuff? No. Uh, okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so they said no. in the 1950s the city tried um to basically place bird seed around that was coated with the chemical on the city hall grounds in an, in an attempt to tranquilize the birds which after they would be relocated <laughs> tranquilize who was picking up all them birds anyway right so it said the program was halted after only a month after it was discovered that pigeons were actually passing out mid-flight and crashing onto the street <laughs> where they were run over. <laughs> so then they said, a, huh? I found oh, it. it it's actually called a terror bird. That's the name of it. That's that's the, the, generic. P, the, yeah, the generic name. But they range from one to three meters. Yeah. Let's stop with the meter shit, bro. Yeah, let me. Okay. So where was this Smack. at? Was this in what what part of the world? They go from three inches to nine feet. Three inches? That's tall. a wide range. So where were these yeah, found though? Were they like in which continents? One of the one of the largest species is known from Texas and Florida and North America. 
South America predator migrate to the north, Great American history. And they were hunting people? Yeah, they were big as shit, bro. Does it say that they were hunting people? I mean, I wasn't prepared to talk about this, but I've heard long podcasts where these have come up, and yes. (laughs) Oh, God. They're called terror birds. Terror birds. I'll look it up. Okay. I'm scared of birds. (laughs) I mean, I'd be afraid of a nine foot bird. That's insane. Call that shit come out, scoop your ass up. Hell yeah. All right. So they said in another attempt, they shot blanks. Um, they were firing police officers. Why did they have police on this? Police officers fired blanks to scare away pigeons, but was axed after officials realized that the blanks were scaring pigeons into flying up where they started shitting on everyone because they were scared. (laughs) I didn't know this was such a problem, right? But that's what I'm saying. So then they said that they also tried to apply sticky goo to the ledges of like around City Hall. That didn't work. Um, so Philadelphia isn't the only city to wage war. So like in <laughs> a, like a few Spanish cities. Um, I don't know if this is. I guess this is in Spain. Some cities in Spain relocated five thousand pigeons hundreds of miles after. The- How did pigeons get such a bad rap? Because they're just like rodents, I guess. But, um, I mean, you know, like they did use them in the war as like carrier pigeons and things like that. But um, Mm -hmm. I guess they're just a nuisance to like clean up and all that type of stuff. Um, But, yeah, they kind of left it at that. They didn't say nothing else. So where they at? What'd y'all do? Because y'all figured something out because they're gone. There used to be pigeons in my neighborhood, and I live in Germantown. Nah, there was a there was a lot of pigeons. Yeah, there was. I used to animate. Remember, I threw pigeons in my animation. But I used to always like because I I didn't grow up in the city. So when I would go to New York and I came to Philly, I used to always just like kind of just think it was like not cool. But I'm just like, oh, shit, there's pigeons like I always saw on TV. And so I always paid attention to the damn pigeons. And we have a lot of pigeons here in Germantown, too. Um, And I don't see them anymore. And I don't know. Randomly earlier today, I was driving and I just thought about pigeons. So I, I don't know. I thought I'd look into it. And they did something. They just don't want PETA coming after them. They don't, that's why they ain't write it in the article. They figured something out. They killed them yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. They poisoned yeah, all them yeah. birds. They was sweeping them up at night. Because the- <laughs> <laughs> them pigeons used to be rolling deep. You know what else, too, though? Mm. You know how many... Hey, the New York like, people, uh, do you guys have pigeons like that anymore? Let me know. Okay, what were you saying? Yeah, thanks. Um, you know how many, like, deaths of, like, birds and ground-nesting birds cats are responsible for? in america yeah. it is an outstand it's in the millions why do they and climb up in the trees well cats are predators like no i'm just asking i never see any cats up in the trees around my way well you know them pigeons used to be on the ground oh, too you're saying maybe the cats was fucking them maybe, up there's a lot of cats i mean <laughs> well right, keep us up to date with this yeah i need you to stay on this right, <laughs> stay on this journalist brit what happened to the pigeons Hey, are you still scared of the coronavirus? I was never afraid of it. No? Have you been, like, paying attention to this at all? Not until it I've comes here. Something. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of fucked up and shallow, but I ain't heard nothing here locally, so it ain't my problem yet. Yeah, I feel you. Um, nah, I've just been paying attention, you know, like, doctors have been going missing. Ones I who, did who, see that. That's, that's yeah, really fucked watching up. watching that. I saw a video that I watched earlier this morning and it was a woman just speaking about just how corrupt China's government is mm-hmm. and they're not telling the truth. 
and pretty much everybody was saying share this video so if this lady goes missing damn we already kind of know what's well, up she kind of saying um, that they manufactured it and stuff um she didn't really say that but i've heard a lot of conspiracy theories going up mm. about you know this might be a thing that they did to their own citizens yeah. um i don't know what's going on i did have the opportunity to talk to my homeboy i told you my oh, homeboy what happened out there I spoke to him. I was just checking up on him. I haven't spoke to him in a while. Shout out to C. Uh, I was hoping I could probably get him on the podcast. Let us know, like, you know, what's it like being over there? But mm-hmm. he's over there. He coaches, like, uh, kids basketball over there as part of a program. And I think he was only supposed to be there for, like, a year. And it's done stretched out to, like, almost five. Oh. So he's been there for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was saying it's, it's not where he is. You know, mm-hmm. he's had a, there's been a case they check your temperature when you leave. Mm. Like if you got to go to the grocery store, this, that, and the third, you get your temperature checked. What do you mean? Like he before said, you walk into the store or something? Before you leave your house? Like, what I, do you I mean? think it's, I didn't get to, it was through, it was through text messages, uh-huh. through Instagram. So I didn't get to, I, I actually want to have him on the pod to just, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's there. So I want to know what it's like. Um, but he's saying it, it's crazy. It's, 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 it, you know, it's, it's not safe. Yeah. It's not safe. I'm sure it's um, very scary. Yeah, so if I can see, if I can get him on here, I definitely will try to. Um, but he's saying he's doing all right. Okay. Um, keep the mask on his face, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Scary, because I was trying to plan a trip oh, to Thailand right. by the end of the year, and my layover is in Beijing, and I'm just like, ah, <laughs> I don't know what's coming. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, right yeah I mean, it's only two hours still uh, i saw a video of them like did you see that video of them spraying a whole bunch of disinfectant like they were like walking through the streets and like it was like just a cloud of no. like light sauce uh-uh. you know it looks nuts out there but damn yeah yeah no, yeah, not yet nuts. wait you know air, airports <laughs> be the dirtiest places too mm-hmm. hell yeah airports is where all the diseases come from bro there's just way too many people right you can't be sitting on them toilets, yo. Don't be bare button toilets in airports, bear bro. Butt. You gonna get the jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, the jeebies. All right. Well, hey, <laughs> have a great week, guys. Um, I, I guess Mercury's in retrograde. I've seen everybody saying Mercury's in renegade. Um, <laughs> Mercury's always tripping. Y'all. I mean, it happens. Can we, every... can we cancel Mercury? Well, Mercury circuit. Mercury's very close to the sun, so it it, does, it happens a lot. Any beneficial to us? Does Mercury ever come with anything? Yeah, good? but it does go retrograde. Like Mercury is what helps us learn and communicate effectively. It just goes retrograde so many times because it's so close to the sun, so it rotates very quickly. Um, so it happens every about like month and a half. So that's why I'm laughing like. I think people are starting to catch on. They're like, oh, it's time again. It is. I mean, Mercury retrograde is nothing to be afraid of. Just take your time. Uh, double check all your communications. <laughs> Don't be in a rush to say anything and just expect some delays and for people to not understand what the hell you're saying. So that's why this well, episode. Also, just tighten up. Yeah, just, just tighten, tighten up. Exactly, as an individual, tighten up. That's why know? this episode might be all over the fucking place. And <laughs> hey, whatever. Yeah, right. you know, we communicate. Hey, we here. Um, so, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Tighten up and don't use it as an excuse for your bad behavior. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You were a piece of shit before Mercury hit the hit, hit the turn. <laughs> before hit it started going retrograde. backwards, doing the moonwalk. No, yeah, yeah, trip. Before it started moonwalking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just don't sign any contracts. 
don't start any new endeavors because i mean if you're if you're starting something that you previously began before that you already had some ties with it'll be okay but it's something brand spanking new probably not a good idea just just wait tired of mercury. Yeah, just wait tired because of mercury, bro. things might get misunderstood all planets go retrograde you just don't hear about them as often as you do mercury that's all well, what happens when the other one's going retrograde? Well, you have like Venus goes in retrograde, and that rules like your uh, beauty. Um, like so, like don't do anything drastic with your looks <laughs> during yeah, Venus I just retrograde. Feel like, I feel like um, communication has a lot more consequences than than beauty. Well, I know, but that's more like personal. You know, like you're like you're, you're doing Venus, or if you're trying to get some cosmetic procedures, don't do that during Venus retrograde. Um, Speaking of cosmetic disease, you see Black China? Yeah, what about her? Yeah, she looks fucking nuts. She yeah, always so she looks got nuts. A new procedure. She, oh, did she get something else done? No, she got something else done. I don't know. That she looks, looks different crazy, at dude. every picture. I could never tell. Like, I know yeah, she had the I extra seen her, she block. Like a doll. She like a doll with finger waves. My oh, nigga. I saw that. Yeah, her jawline she... just looks crazy in that photo. I don't know if it was just that photo. She got something else done. I can't keep up. Oh, like the new little Kim. Just cutting that face up. Anyway, well, all right. Kim is um, kind of brown again. You said she's turning brown again. No, remember, I guess she was, I don't know if she was bleaching and she stopped bleaching or she was just putting a bunch of makeup on that just wasn't a right skin tone because her hand's always been still dark brown. But now at least her, her face is brown again. Remember when she was like white, white? Little Kim yeah. for a minute? All right, yeah, like, let's, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I did want to talk about that Quentin Miller stuff, but I guess, I guess... No, it's not that important. Mm-hmm. It's not that important. I just feel bad for that guy. <laughs> I do, man. I, I found out he lost his leg. Right? I was like, damn. Shit. Oh, man. Poor guy. All right. Uh, we hope y'all enjoy y'all week. This is the BZ Podcast. Thank you for listening. And we will catch y'all on the next one. Thank you. Love y'all. We out. Peace.